February the 6th, 2023, Genesis chapter 37. Share your dreams. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. My name is RJ, and I welcome you to another episode of God is Faithful and Just, with all things being relational. It's a great opportunity to be here with you this morning, family. It's Monday morning. It's the beginning of the new week, of the work week for some. And it's my pleasure to be here sharing God's word with you, being able to read in community. And we're not only reading, we're hearing. We're hearing the word of God. And, and it's our prayer as usual that you are blessed, that you that you receive this word and, and that it changes your life because God's word is instructions, it's direction, it's, it's to nurture, it's to nourish us, it's to cause us to see how to live our lives according to His will and His purpose on this side of eternity. God is truly good. I pray that you had a fantabulous weekend this weekend. You know, the cold and, the, and then it got warm again on yesterday. And pray that the Lord bless you as you fellowship with the brothers and sisters in Christ, whether in church or, or at home, online. Or, and you know, we do that all throughout the week, right? So looking forward to that on tomorrow. And pray for me, family. Pray for me for every Monday is when my exams are due. And this particular season, um, semester that I'm going through, it's, it's getting a little bit tougher and things are getting a little bit more challenging. And and life is still has to be done in the meantime, right? So just pray for me that these exams and all these different things, you know, that God will not only give me the ability to come through um, and pass, but to be able to retain and, 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 and be able to bring back that which he has allowed me to learn. You know, I want to be able to regurgitate it and, and be able to use it, apply it on this side of eternity. So let us go into his word, family. The Lord has entitled this particular episode, Share Your Dreams. We are more or less turning the page in a new episode in the book of Genesis, chapter 37. Jacob lived in the land of his father's sojournings in the land of Canaan. These are the generations of Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old, was pastoring the flock with his brothers. He was a boy with the sons of Bilhah and Zelpah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought a bad report to them, to their father. Now Israel loved Joseph more than any other of his sons because he was the son of his old age. And he made him a robe of many colors. But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his other brothers, they hated him and could not speak peacefully to him. Now Joseph had a dream, and when he told it to his brothers, they hated him even more. He said to them, Hear this dream that I have dreamed. Behold, we were binding sheaves in the field, and behold, my sheaf arose and stood upright. And behold, your sheaves gathered around it and bowed down to my sheaf. His brothers said to him, Are you indeed to reign over us, or are you indeed to rule over us? So they hated him even more for his dreams and his words. 
Then he dreamed another dream and told it to his brothers and said, Behold, I have had dreamed yet another dream. Behold, the sun, the moon, and eleven stars were bowing down to me. But when he told it to his father and to his brothers, his father rebuked him and said to him, What is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall I and your mother and your brothers indeed come to bow ourselves to the ground before you? And his brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the saying in mind. Now his brothers went to pasture their father's flock near Shechem, and Israel said to Joseph, Are not your brothers pasturing the flock at Shechem? Come, I will send you to them. And he said to him, Here am I. So he said to him, Go now, see if it is well with your brothers and with the flock, and bring me word. So he sent him from the valley of Hebron, and he came to Shechem. And a man found him wandering in the fields, and the man asked him, What are you seeking? I am seeking my brothers, he said. Tell me, please, where are they? Where are they pasturing the flock? And the man said, They have gone away, for I heard them say, Let us go to Dotham. So Joseph went after his brothers and found them at Dothan. They saw him from afar, and before he came near to them, they conspired against him to kill him. They said to one another, Here comes this dreamer. Come now, let us kill him and throw him into one of the pits. Then we will see. Then we will say that a fierce animal has devoured him, and we will see what will become of his dreams. But when Reuben heard it, he rescued him out of their hands, saying, Let us not take his life. And Reuben said to them, Shed no blood. Throw him into this pit here in the wilderness, but do not lay a hand on him, that he might rescue him out of their hand to restore him to his father. So when Joseph came to his brothers, they stripped him of his robe, the robe of many colors that he wore. And they took him and threw him into a pit. The pit was empty. There was no water in it. Then they sat down to eat, and looking up they saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead with their camels bearing gum, balm, and mare on their way to carry it down to Egypt. Then Judah said to his brothers, What profit is it if we kill our brother and conceal his blood? Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites, and let not our hand be upon him, for he is our brother, our own flesh. And his brothers listened to him. Then the Midianite traders passed by, and they drew Joseph up, and lifted him up out of the pit, and sold him to the Ishmaelites for twenty shekels of silver. They took Joseph to Egypt. When Reuben returned to the pit and saw that Joseph was not in the pit, he tore his clothes and returned to his brothers and said, The boy is gone, and I, where shall I go? Then they took Joseph's robe and slaughtered a goat and dipped the robe in the blood. And they sent the robe of many colors and brought it to their father and said, This we have found. Please identify whether it is your son's robe or not. And he identified it and said, It is my son's robe. A fierce animal has devoured him. Joseph is without doubt torn to pieces. Then Jacob tore his garments and put sackcloth on his loins and mourned for his son many days. 
All his sons and all his daughters rose up to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted and said, No, I shall go down to Sheol to my son mourning. Thus his father wept for him. Meanwhile, the Midianites had sold him in Egypt to Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, the captain of the guard. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Thank you for your word, Father God. Share your dreams. Glory. What I see here, family, is, is Joseph told his dream the first time. And the Bible says that his brothers hated him even more. In other words, they, they were already jealous of him and hated him because they, they could see that their father loved him and favored him more than them. Yet, he still told his dream. And being 17 years of age, I mean, he, he could have he been eager, excited, or, or just carefree of the brother's emotions toward him and, and just thinking about me, 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 you know how you are when you're at that age. And, and we have to allow the Holy Spirit to help us determine the mood of the engagement at that time. And, and why, you may ask? Because, because we are looking to put ourselves in the shoes of Joseph or the brothers or perhaps the father. How does the word apply to us? How does it apply to you, to me, today? Where do you see yourself? Glory, hallelujah. Now, now the Bible goes on to say, then he dreamed another dream and told it to his brothers and said, behold, I have dreamed another dream. Now we know the dream was that all his family would bow down to him. In other words, he will be ruler over them. So what does all of this mean to us? What this means to us, family, is that if God gives you a dream, share it. Live it out. It may seem highly impossible at the time, but that is how God operates. If it's something that man could accomplish, then, then there's no need for God to be involved. However, if it seems impossible for man, it's likely from God. Pray about it. And certainly pray about when and who to share it with. I mean, God was not surprised he shared it with his brothers, so, so he knew how to set the path for Joseph. But your dream or my dream, it, it doesn't have to be lived out so dramatically, although it might. And why is that? Because we have an adversary who will do all within his power to see that your gift from God not be presented. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Share your dreams, family. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now. We thank you for those dreams, those thoughts that are in our mind and in our heart. You said you will give us the desires of our heart, Lord God, if we delight ourselves in you. So we believe that as we delight ourselves in you, as we bask in your word, in your presence each and every day, as we go throughout our day, hearing from you, learning from you, and just embracing your truth and your ways, that the desires that we have in our mind and in our heart and the dreams that we have, we believe they will come from you. And Lord, Father God, we pray that if you've given us a dream, if you've given us that desire, whether it's when we were young, at 17 years of age, or 
or maybe even close to a hundred years of age right, when, when Abraham and Sarah received the child. We ask Lord Father God that you infuse that dream yet again, that you cause us to walk it out, to live it out, to walk in the truth and the light of your strength and your power, knowing that your will done your way will not lack your supply. We love you God. We know that you are capable of doing all for there is nothing impossible for you, our God. We bless, we praise you, we exalt you, we magnify you. We put it all in your hand, Lord Father God, and ask you to see us through, that you might be glorified. We love you, Father, we honor you, we praise you in Jesus' name, glory, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, be encouraged today, family. Be impressed upon with this word that it may cause you to do and be all God has created you for. I believe we all have a dream. I believe God has infused in us a light that we need to share with others, for it is not made to be hidden under a bushel, but it's made to be put up on a lampstand that all the room may benefit from it. Share your dream, family. Share those dreams. Walk it out, live it out. Pray to God about who and whom and when to share it and to who to tell it to. Oh, Father God, let his will be done in your life. And those of you, my family, those of you who may have sent this word out to a friend or maybe those of you, my friend, who may have received this word as scrolling through the Internet or from someone who you may know, we know that you are not here by accident, but you're here by divine appointment. For God has a dream for you as well that he wants you to share. But first and foremost, we all need a savior. God has told us that we all have sinned and come short of his glory. But if we confess his sins, our sins to him, he is faithful. He is just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If out of your mouth, my friend, you confess Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead to pay the penalty, the price for your sin, you shall be saved. You shall walk with the family of believers. You shall call God Abba, Father. We want to walk with you. This journey was not made to be walked alone. It was made to be walked and lived out in community, loving and sharing and doing life with one another. For indeed, we love you. Grace and peace be upon you. And we look forward to being with you here again on tomorrow. And in the meantime, love one another.